Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Chai Spirits, guys. A uh, fun topic today, but let me, let me introduce you to our, our panel today. Uh, I'm Parker, of course, joined by producer Jenny. Hey. Uh, Chai Spirits guy, John. Hello. And special guest, great to have him back, Kuba. Welcome hey. back, buddy. Thank you for having me. Always good to be here. Yeah, we're, we're very excited. We're stepping a little bit out of Kuba's comfort zone. And uh, really a few people at the tables. I was going to say, mine too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about scotch. Uh, this is going to be our intro to scotch episode. Uh, kind of cool. We got a, a fun little uh, like tasting set that we're going to be exploring today. It's going to um, cover a few different regions of Scotland, so we can kind of taste and compare um, some different regions of, of scotch and see how they differ. This is it, what I really need because I don't know anything about scotch. Yeah, me too. I think this is going to be a very good educational experience for all of us. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping this is like really informative and it's like, oh man, that space side does this and Highland does that. And also humbling. So for <laughs> folks listening, just know. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our best over here. Yeah. Uh, we're coming off a couple great episodes. Uh, we had our really our wonderful NOCO episode. Um, we love those guys. And then our, our also almost equally, if not more so wonderful, uh, Perlijo Mezcal episode. Oh yeah. Which is, uh, it was, God, I love Mezcal. Yeah. So fun to, fun to mix it up, though. That's what we love about this podcast is that we are not just one, we're not just bourbon. You know, we, we like to hit a lot of different things. So really excited to talk scotch today. Um, little, little you know, intro to scotch. The first known mention of scotch whiskey is from 1494. What were you doing in 1494, John? Um, wow. That was, yeah. Recently turned vampire, just yeah. doing in your first victim. That was really when things were picking up for me and my vampirism. <laughs> vampirism? Yeah. Vampirism, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so that's Scott, way early. I didn't know that the distilling was really going on back then. Yeah, yeah. There's um, you can learn, more, you can read up on more like the the history of it. But yeah, that was the first mention of Scotch whiskey. I actually know somebody that got a bottle from back. Then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Scotch it, man, please like, don't drink that. Oh god, <laughs> the new Macallan 700 <laughs> for the low price of three trillion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that barrel really did its job holding together that uh, <laughs> Um. It's so scotch is malt or grain whiskey or a blend of the two made in Scotland must be aged in oak barrels for at least three years. Um, any age statement must represent the youngest whiskey used much like bourbon mm -hmm. um, minimum ABV of 40%. Uh, the word whiskey comes from the Gaelic word. Uh, John, go ahead and pronounce that. Uh, it's a big, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Us uskaba is what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, which, which means water of life. And uh, actually, it's interesting about the, the three-year um, minimum age statement there because I heard recently that American single malts are trying to kind of come up with some rules um, to uh, to make them a little bit more seriously taken hmm. around the world. Are they going to go with a three-year age statement? Uh, it's minimum? a discussion. I th My guess is it's going to land on two years, mm. which I mean, obviously some distilleries are against an age statement at all. Some, pe some want, people who are making older stuff want older um, I think two is probably more realistic and would be great though. Cause I think once you, we hit two years, we find this with bourbon a lot with like, you can have a two year bourbon that's like drinkable. Also it matters too. Like American single malts are, they're being uh, stored here and aged differently than in Scotland. Right. Very they're true. Under very different conditions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, cause like, that's a great point. So that's like another reason I think, uh, I think two years is more, a little more realistic, but I'm really curious to see that. That seems to be a growing um, market for distillers is uh, American single malt, so we'll see where that goes. But uh, anyway, back to scotch. So as I said, we've got... Um, yeah, so to be scotch, it's got to be, like you said, distilled in Scotland. Correct. So that's why we call it American single malt. Mm -hmm. It's the same substantively, but... 
Yeah, they're using a single malt, um, but it's just made in America. But uh, yeah, we've got five things we're going to try today. Um, we have two space sides, a Highland, an Islands, and an Isla. Okay, can we talk about what those mean? Yeah, so there's different regions of Scotland. Um, I'm going to pull up a map real quick. Yeah, please. <laughs> and show it to you. But uh, Now, to be fair, Scotland is England's hat, right? <laughs> Correct. Okay. I, I know that. And um, I don't know the regions that well, but I imagine that Islands and Islay are probably not in the mainland. Well, so yes, islands obviously are not. Um, I got my my little uh, map up here, but yeah, so like the highlands are a much larger area in the high, in the highlands of Scotland. I'm showing you on the map here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the smaller region to the north there is Speyside, so that's like a region with basically within the highlands, but mm. a little different. There's also uh, lowlands, which we do not have a representation of today, uh, down kind of in the south, shockingly in the lowlands. Mm. Um, and then Never there's hear about that though. I feel like. And then there's uh, Isla. Yeah, where's that? Which let me let me find it up here. Burr, burr, burr. That's all the peaty stuff, right? That's over here. Yes, that is typically very peaty and smoky. And then the islands are kind of like spread around here. There's just different islands. Um, this particular one is from the Isle of Skye that we have today, mm. which is there's only one distillery in the Isle of Skye anymore, but it fits they into that, more. that island ca- category. And that's kind of more of like a rummy scotch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and stop it. <laughs> but it's pretty but, far north. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first one we have is the uh, the Singleton 12-year from Glendulin. That's an important distinction because they do make different ones I'm glad depending you, on uh, where you're buying it. Glad you pronounced that. And uh, let's get into this. But first, just a quick word from our sponsor. And we're back. So we got the Singleton 12-year from Glendulin. Uh, this is a space side, which uh, that means it's near the River Spey, which if you, if you look at that map of Scotland, it's nearby there. Uh, these are space sides are typically fruity, sweet, and nutty. Uh, the particular distillery, Glendulin, um, if, if you're buying Singleton in other other countries, sometimes it's from different places sometimes. There's a few other um, ones, but what we get is the Glendulin. Uh, Glendulin was constructed in 1897 in, in Dufton. That's practically brand new in Scotch terms. <laughs> uh, this is aged in mostly American oak with some European oak. Oh, of course. Um, comes in at 80 proof, and you can get it lo- locally for about 35 bucks. Now, a lot of Scotch is like 80 proof. Is that, I mean, it, it, minimum, but also I feel like... I mean, yeah, you don't see uh, as much like higher high proof as like you do with bourbon. There is there there are ones that are, but uh, um, but yeah, your t- a lot of typical releases, you, it's a little bit lower proof. I'm trying to figure out what I'm getting on this nose. Do you guys have anything off the bat? Typically fruity, sweet, and nutty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I was I was nosing it, and I was just like, yep, yep, and yep. Yeah, fruity, um, sweet, and nutty. Yeah. I've definitely got um some sort of like red fruit and I'm raspberry. Yeah, some kind of red fruit is my. Is as far as my note went, but um, then like some honey and butterscotch. But I'm getting like a almost like a raspberry, like licorice or a yeah, it's like a very Twizzler. bold red flavor. Yeah, I, I agree. Raspberry, I think, is a is a great note for this, and and honey, honeycomb. The honey definitely, John. This kind of reminds me of picking raspberries back in Florida. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because you, you, you get you're like you're squishing them in your hands because you don't know what the, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, and it's like you got like that raspberry like all over your hand, and it kind of reminds me of that smell. Raspberry. So it reminds fragile. me of a raspberry like covered in honey mm. somehow. Mm. <laughs> like it just like if you dipped a raspberry in honey. That's what yeah. And it's it's a very inviting nose. Like scotch mm. tends to be lighter um, and and more approachable. At least I I find. Um, and uh, and and this really brings you in. 
All right, we're going to take a sip and see. Yeah, that's the Singleton 12-year Glendulin. What are you thinking? What are you tasting? I mean, that is incredibly approachable. Let's yeah. start there. It's, yeah. I still get a little bit of that honey. Yeah, I was going to say honeysuckle specifically mm-hmm. for me. No, that's like, that's a good, because it's not the same honey, but it's definitely... Right. Honey-ish. In the, in the honey realm. Floral. Mm-hmm. I love that honeysuckle note. That's mm-hmm. great. God, I tell you, Kuba always has the best tasting notes. That's, yeah. what, I'm, that's what I'm here for. Amazing. That and the good looks. Yeah. I'm really getting just a straight up malt and cereal. Like, <clears throat> it really comes through. It's not very smoky. I feel like. I've got no, a, no smoke for me. I've got like the tiniest bit of lemon mm-hmm. citrus. Yeah. I like that. And a little bit of wood spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a little bit on the finish, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's nice though. It is yeah. nice. Really like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd recommend I, that to anybody who's I like not that for. I like the thirty five dollar. Yeah, um, no, it's price it's, it's point a, on that. It's a very. It's for yeah. It's for a regular size bottle. That's. Mm-hmm. It's kind of incredible that you can for thirty five dollars get uh, something that's at least twelve years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't do that in many other categories. You can't a, do that with rum. There's a joke there. I just keep my finger on. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spirits categories. Well, that's it's it's interesting how the market has shifted, right? Because for I, I've talked to a number of people who were into scotch, and then scotch was just becoming expensive for them the more they got into the category, and bourbon was the value category where mm-hmm. you could get stuff like well or twelve off the shelf for twenty bucks or whatever it was before the boom kind of kicked off and now it's now it's going the other way. We're amazed that you can get something twelve twelve years old for, for thirty five bucks. That is wild. Let me tell you the good news about rum. Mm. <laughs> Dude, but even like a Barbados rum, that's like seventy bucks. No, no. That's I mean from some of the good distilleries. You you can get a real McCoy twelve year rum for forty dollars. That's true, and okay. it's delightful. I guess there are some twelve year old scotches that you could pay a lot more than thirty five too for that mm-hmm. point. Sure, like McAllen twelve is like eighty bucks, ninety bucks, something like that. Eighty, and that's the uh, one that people go. That's the Blantons of uh, uh, a little bit, yeah. Scotch. By the way, the um, when you said, "Let me tell you the good news about," and you said rum, I was just all I could hear was the the anchor ad that's in all of our episodes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, we're going to have more sponsors soon. We're, we're working towards the... Uh... If you'd like to sponsor our podcast, try spiritsguys at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All right, what are we moving on to now? So next up, John, we've got the, uh, the Oban Little Bay. I like a Little Bay. Now, this is a Highland Scotch. Highlands tend to be spicy and more intense than space sides. Uh, the making of uh, Oban hasn't changed in 1794. Uh, the, the distillery has not moved or expanded in that time. Since the, the founding of the United States is almost, essentially. Yep. Almost, yeah. Since they rebuilt the White House after the yeah. British burned it down. <laughs> um, th- this particular expression, Little Bay, has no age statement. There are other Obans that have um, age statements. Yeah. Uh, this is aged in a variety of casks, uh, finished in small casks, and it comes in an 86 proof. And so a lot of these casks that scotches use are ex-bourbon barrels. And uh, sherry? Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I imagine that's... Ex, ex-bourbon, sherry. A lot of yeah. sherry, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's probably like a mix of those and maybe other stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, bourbon bourbon barrels and scotch just really seem to go together well. I wonder what they were doing back in 1794 before bourbon was a thing. I mean, bur- probably more sherry. Because I've talked to people about this and, you know, just the scotch is just a little more like delicate than bourbon typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just the aging of it, it doesn't do well as, as well in new oak. Right. Mm. Yeah. Whereas bourbon, a little, little more robust, I guess. Um, 
does a little better. I could see that because there's really just like one grain, right? Yeah. A malt. And so it's going to probably pick up a lot of whatever the bur- the barrel is adding. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so if it's straight up like charred wood, it's probably going to taste a lot like charred wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, you know, there's, there's something to this. They, they've been doing it for a while too. So they, you know, they know what yeah, they're doing. They figured it out. Well, they, yeah. Climate is so much more temperate too, right? Yeah. So, so much level and rainy and kind of in the same range as opposed to something like Kentucky where you have these wide swings and fluctuation. So that liquid is really seeping into the wood at a stronger rate. Yeah. The nose on this is, is pretty different than the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it smells like champagne to me. Mm. Um, Jenny did just uh, drink half a bottle of champagne before we started though. Yeah. That's, Not it, accurate. It doesn't count. <laughs> no, but it's got like some of the notes that champagne would have like a it's got an effervescence to it. I will yeah, say that. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah. I, I definitely get a, I get a little more spice on it too, though. Yeah, this one feels a little bit more bourbon-y to mm-hmm. me. It's mm-hmm. it's fuller, it's richer. I get sweeter. Some, some cinnamon on it. Yeah, yeah. Car- caramel mm-hmm. for me. I'm getting that cinnamon and caramel. Yeah, Oban Little Bay. Green apple. And honey. Ooh, you guys yeah. getting that little bay a little bit? little brine? I like that. You know, it's funny you say brine, actually. Now I'm in the mood for oysters. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, that man. that would pair really nicely with some mm-hmm. some oysters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that a lot, though. It does yeah. taste a lot more like a bourbon. There is kind of like an ocean brininess yeah, to it. Yeah, that's good. Good call, John. Which is funny because it is a highland, and so I think it's pretty far from the ocean. Mm-hmm. But do I mean do you on the palate find this to be like bourbon as well, and and kind of similar like maybe a vanilla note or something? I mean, I, I find this closer to bourbon than the first one we tried mm-hmm. for sure. But uh, I definitely, if you blinded me on this, I would, I would, I would know, not the, I would know yeah. the difference. I, I say it's more bourbon on the nose than anything. For me, the, the palate is um, sweet and, and bourbon-esque, but that brine really sets it apart from anything that I've tasted from America. And then I get that cereal graininess, which to me always translates as plain Cheerios mm. yeah. Um, yeah. On, on the finish coming through, which really tells me it's a scotch. I also, after taking a couple of sips of this, I'm getting some chocolate on there as well. Mm. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of the new riff, uh, winter whiskey, which is so. Mm. Oh, that's close a good to call. A, yeah. That's God, I love that whiskey. If you'd like to send us a bottle of winter whiskey new riff, um, email me at chaispirits@gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. I heard it's distillery only this year. That's uh. Did they make it this year? Uh, they made it last, like end of last year, I think. Okay, I thought that was like leftover. I'm glad but, that they're doing that again. But well, maybe it was. I don't know. But so good. I, I heard someone saw it at the distillery. I'm getting a little tropical fruit on the finish here too, like a little pineapple-y, hmm. maybe a papaya, something like that. So my my first note on the nose that I didn't say out loud was tropical fruit, mm. actually, but then it I, it transformed and then I was like, wait a minute, champagne. So I I can see that as well. You get like, like grapefruit. Hmm. I can see that. Honestly, that like it's a relatively complex, um, yeah. both yeah. on the nose and the palate. So, and it's interesting that how how different the fruity character is on this one compared to the one that we just tried, which For was sure. we were all agreed really strongly in that raspberry. Yeah, that, that red fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more, little more tropical, a little yeah. more, a little of that spice. Do you have a sense? Is this like Oban's like entry level, or mm. like where does this stack up? No, this is definitely Oban's entry level. Wow. Yeah, really? this is this is the. I I couldn't find the price on. I I should have looked when I was last in a liquor store, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, it's pretty. Hours ago, it's fa- it's fairly uh, <laughs> reasonably priced, if I remember correctly, because the uh, the older Oban is like maybe 70, 70, 80 bucks. What do they call fa- that? Big, it's bag? fantastic. It's like, are we thinking like, like fifty, maybe? 
Yeah, so say, are we going to price this right? I can look it up right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Forty nine ninety nine. One dollar, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess fifty one. Uh, fifty one oh one. Let's go. Ah. Let's say forty. Let's see. Yeah, forty feels right, but uh, big money, no this whammy. Pre tax, right? Yeah. <laughs> going to add the Cook County tax. Hold on. <laughs> well, then I got to add four dollars. Okay, we we got to pay John's pay, John's fucking uh no, day I don't job. That it's a state uh, tax. It's mm. yeah, that income tax. But, uh, so yeah, that's that's the Oban little bag. Also, eighty six proof on this one, so a little higher proof. It doesn't, yeah. You, I, there's no burn on either of these. No ethanol. Really well blended or whatever they do. To this is me showing a bit of lack of knowledge on Scotch, but um, how? Like I feel like with bourbon, you know, you can have a bourbon that is you know eighty proof, or you can have one that's one forty proof. Like, sure. uh, do you feel like Scotches span that wide of a net? Um, or are they a little bit more? No, they. I mean, they they can get higher up. I mean, I don't think you see the top end quite as high as you do bourbon. Yeah, and definitely not as frequently. But you definitely can have higher proof. Did I miss mm-hmm. this? Did we talk Scotches. about a a maximum barrel entry proof? Because for bourbon, it's one twenty five. That's why. Um, I didn't see that, but I not to say there's not, but I yeah. did not. Uh, it's too bad Frisky Kitten's not here to research that for I us. I know oh, uh, yeah. we miss, we miss yeah. you, Frisky. But we need an intern, you know. Well, I mean, what, what, or one of them is is traveling abroad at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair, 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 fair. So, did we get a uh, a price on that? No, I'm having trouble finding it. See, okay, I don't feel so bad because I did I did look and yeah. I didn't get it immediately. It's fine. We'll we'll, we'll we'll power through. But it, like, it, it's definitely an entry level for them. Um. So next up, we've got the uh, the Mortlock Twelve Year, the Wee Witchy. Yeah, this uh, is very Scottish. The wee, the wee witchy. <laughs> the, also a space side. That's actually the name of the still it's it's from. Um, that's funny. It's That's an ode to their smallest but most essential still, wee witchy. So they use that a lot for their scotch making. I really empathize with that. I really... But you know what? If if, yeah. if we ever open a distillery, which we might someday. It's just a matter of when. Um, I, like, what do we do not... If we have multiple stills, what do we do not name them? Of course we're going to yeah. name them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big this, Rhonda. Oh man, big Rhonda! I'm gonna let you explain that to Rhonda. Oh but, no, I'm not thinking about our friend Rhonda. <laughs> thinking about like, help me, Rhonda. Um, she sent me a cocktail picture of a cocktail earlier. She's she's getting ready for the cocktail contest we're doing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. She says Cuba's cocktails aren't shit. Those are her direct quote from her. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll make a delicious cocktail that will make you forget everything that's happened to you in your life. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean that's the goal, right? You know? Yeah, well, it's it's full of roofies, though. That's <laughs> well, that's that's the secret ingredient. That's what, old, that's what gives it that kick. Old old roofie colada. Mm-hmm. Um, so this Mortlock twelve year. Uh, so Mortlock was founded in eighteen twenty three and was the first legal distillery in Dufftown, which is a lot of distilleries in Dufftown. Is that true? Do we know that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a double cask matured in both American and European oak. Uh, comes in at eighty six point eight proof. $55 for a bottle. I'm always inclined to find that a distillery that does the uh, decimal proof that they really fucked around with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. This is this is richer, even though it's a 0.8 proof than the last one. I find this to be a little bit. I, yeah. I find the nose to be fairly similar, though. I, get, I still get a little bit of that c- cinnamon, but I, I agree it's got a little more richness to it. I've got cherry and green apple on the nose. Mm. I get a little bit more more chocolate here. It's pretty light for me. I'm I'm having a hard time pinning it down. I just need to drink it. You're right. 
Hold on, there's there's some sweet pastry thing going on here that I'm trying to. Oh, think. is it like, a, like a cheese Danish or? I'm something, with you on something, Danish. Something Danishy. I'm thinking like maybe like, a raspberry Danish like or something. Some tarty. Like a toaster strudel. Yeah. No, no. I, I, <laughs> or a Publix, uh, a Publix I'm coffee listening. cake. Ooh. Oh, yeah. A Publix what cake? Coffee cake. Publix coffee cake. Maybe I like how as soon Danish. as as soon as John said. Publix, like Parker, like perked up, and he was like, "Hey, listen, if Publix like, wants here. to be a sponsor of the show, yeah. I am here for it. <laughs> Where sipping is a pleasure. But you, please send us uh, some chocolate chip cookies. You can pay us in chocolate chip and black and white cookies. Yeah, yeah. Publix, that supermarket does fuck. Oh my god, that yeah. listen, yeah. I will if if they would allow me. Which can they I won't. add chicken tendy subs onto that? Oh my god, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Well, honey we'll mustard a, on there. What are we doing? Like, let's <laughs> go. Sticker on the store. Put a sticker on. Love the store. me a good chicken tendy sub. Yeah. Yeah. So all of our. Publix listeners, you guys. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> listeners in the South. Get a pub sub um, for us. I've got a little bit of maybe like herbal tea on this. Yeah. Definitely like a honey and tea. Honey tea, yeah. Getting honey chamomile kind of. Yeah, you know, something kind of bullshit. That neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. the um, All right. I've tasted it. And it's right back to the Singleton 12-year for me in terms of taste. It's very simple, very elegant, very cereal. Maybe in the realm of uh, a Cheerio, as as Kuba would say. I feel like um, maybe some like apricot. I don't know. Yeah, there, there's a fruit mm. note I'm trying to nail down. I don't. Yeah, so it's subtle though. Yeah, it's. But it's nice. Like it's a it's a nice scotch. Get a little fruit, little spice. I, I get I get more wood spice on this one. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. But I like I want to say maybe like a, a tangerine seems like a reach, but like maybe. Mm. Some some sort of like tropical-y fruit, but not like not pineapple though. Um, I don't know. It's but good. Yeah. It's you know what? It's good though. I will say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do get more of that wood spice, like you said, Cuba, and uh, maybe uh, the essence of citrus. That's, that's that's the Mortlock Twelve Year. They really killed it. Mm-hmm. The wee witchy. All right, so now. You try and you try. Cut and that. Do. Cut that in cut post. That. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all try it. Let's all try it. Then, <clears throat> Oh, the wee witchy. No. Oh, those oh. are in. All right, Parker, what do you got? God. Oh, the wee witchy. Oh, damn. That's really bad. That's right out of the minds of Moria. I'm, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. <laughs> All right. Wish I wish I thought of that. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we have next? We have the Talisker 10-year. The Talisker... No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I never feel good about it. I feel like I'm going to just like merge into an Irish accent. Yeah, that's, Irish is easier. What, what's the game that was just the, all about the accents that we've got? Utter nonsense. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I want to play that. I am so bad at that game. Uh, <laughs> our, buddy, we, our buddy Josh We is have amazing. a couple of friends and who Jigs. are really good at it. Um, uh, b- both both our Josh friends are fantastic at this game. Yeah, they really I are. I am awful at it. I can't do accents. But they do have some that are in there that are just like nasal or like one is like nerdy or like... Yeah, uh, but, but there's like... There's so many accents and I'm just... I can't do any of them. They're tough, yeah. I feel like I want to try to channel gives Jamie me anxiety Tart from uh, Ted Lasso. Ooh, yeah. He's got a... Da, 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 da. Yeah, he's got a real strong Scottish accent. I'm more, I'm more, I'm more, of, a, I'm more of a Roy Kent guy. Oh, yeah, me too, you. but, you know. He's I mean, there. He's here. He's, he's there. He's every fucking where. Roy Kent. Yeah, Jenny's, Roy more, Kent. Jenny's more of a Danny Rojas guy. I do love Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. Rojas. <laughs> Is that the guy who's um, football is life? life? I yeah. love that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Talisker tenure. <laughs> now, so this is from the, uh, the islands. This is a uh, distillery founded in 1830 in the Isle of Skye. It smells like it was... Founded in the Isle of Smoke. Uh, uh, their malt is heated to a medium we found level. found some smoke. Um, the flavor in this is in between a Western Highland and an Isla. 
So this is a good, so the last thing we're going to try is an Nihilus. This is a good like transition into the other side of Sketch. Um, this is mostly aged in American oak. The proof is up on this a little bit, 91.6 proof. Comes in at $60. Uh, a little background on this particular Scotch. Uh, has a 96 on Distiller, which is a uh, the website of note that I, I reference. You know, you, that's one person's opinion, but it's a fairly reputable site. Uh, also won double gold at San Francisco. I mean, come on. If which you don't is, have a spirit that's won double gold at San Francisco, are you really I distilling? mean, I've won double gold at San Francisco. <laughs> In the swimsuit contest. Well, yeah. Yeah. Different point in my career. Yeah. Man, I feel bad my brother's calling me and he calls me at the worst possible times at all times. Either I'm at work or I'm doing a podcast. Well, that's because you're always at work and doing a podcast. Love you, Kyle. That's true. You guys don't take callers on the show? We, You know, we should start. Like, hey, first time, long time. (laughs) (laughs) This has a very familiar nose, but I just can't quite figure out what it is. All right, so I'm I'm getting the Pete Strong here. And for me, what this always registers as is walking past the elephant cage at the zoo. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not loving this uh, nose. It's a. Uh, I mean, it is that smokiness that get, I'm just trying to get used to. Do me a favor. Try to get past that initial, yeah. um, first like hit of peat there. I mean, I've been sniffing this for two minutes now. Yeah, it's just something so familiar that I just can't pin down. Because I think there's some fruit undertones there. Um yeah. the the thing on this tasting wheel that's standing out to me in the background is fig i'm getting figgy pudding i'm just kidding i can see that like that i'm having a hard time with any fruit i could see some like leather like fresh leather i agree with that i definitely get leather on the palate um that's a good note for sure it's gonna drive me nuts i'll be i'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like it was this yeah, I'm just not getting, I'm getting something like lighter. I kind of like your fig note on the palate too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there a little bit. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that, but you, it's, this is very different than the first three we had. Mm-hmm. I actually do like the yeah. palate quite a bit. And yeah, the, the peatiness isn't super pronounced. Um, very subtle. Yeah. Um, it comes to more on the finish. For, say, yeah. for new Scotch listeners, we've used the word peaty a lot. What is that? Well, peaty's like a little kid, uh, real good friend of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cute, red hair. Now, Runs around the distilleries and yeah, Petey. smacks the with, still. With you, made a bad, you, you made a bad song, PD. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Fantastic Mr. Fox. Anyway. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, the the peatiness that Scotch gets is from taking the peat, uh, which comes from the earth the and bogs. The bogs. Yeah. And it's actually a fossil fuel. Dry. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. But it's it's I think it's actually sustainable because it like doesn't take as long as dinosaur bones to oh, make oil. Rad. Anyway. So they burn that and use it to dry the barley that they make into the scotch, and it takes on that smokiness from the burning of that peat. Oh. That, that is accurate, yes. Sweet. I w- okay, so it's before they mash it up and make it into... Yeah, they're not putting anything, so far as I understand, into the... Mm-hmm. grain mash bill or, or anything like no, that. No. I just had yeah, this they're, picture. They're smoking it, yeah, like, I had this picture, which is wrong apparently, that they were like smoking this like a cocktail while the cereal grains were fermenting. And oh, that, is, that is too late in the process. You've yes. got to, before the cereal grains are fermenting, it's early. smoke that shit. But it is Im- impressive that something 
that done that early on has such a pronounced impact on everything from the notes through the finish to the whistle. Well, I mean, talk to John about mezcal, which is that's all about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I, so with mezcal, they're like it's macerated and it's fermenting for like a week, Mm -hmm. right? While it's like barbecuing. Mm -hmm. So that's what made me think the scotch was the same. But so this is the grain that's kind of getting dried yeah. out. You know, it's funny you say bar- um, barbecue. I get that leather, but I get a little bit of like uh, like a charcoaliness to it, mm-hmm. but like not in a bad way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The more this is sat coming back to it, it really does feel like putting your face in a fresh new leather jacket. Oh yeah, that's that's good. I'll never know what that is because I'm vegan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm warming up to it more and more the more I sit with it. I, I wouldn't say I still love it, but I'm I coming hint, to appreciate it as something. I get a, so just a hint of apricot in there too. But I feel like I would want to drink this on a very cold winter night. Mm. Like mm. this would, I feel like next to a fire, you know, mm. like I feel like I would love this next to a fire on a cold winter night. It's kind of like drinking the fire. Well, th- so this, this style of scotch and then the next one we're de- is definitely the far end of the spectrum um, with as far as the smokiness. Like it's not for everybody. No, it's very much, and I'm I'm on record. I'm more of a Highland Speyside Scotch guy than an Isla. So I'm, I'm typically not a huge fan of the the overly peaty smokiness. However, you know I respect yeah. it. I don't know. I feel like uh, I actually really enjoyed that, and I think that over the long haul, I think I would enjoy that more than something more subtle like the other ones. Well, I mean, like we said, like that's a very yeah. for for what it is. That's a very you know highly rated, highly regarded. Um, expression from the islands, so yeah. that's and it has compared to everything else we've tasted a ton of character. Mm-hmm. Like I, well, I'd say the Mortlock had a lot of character too, the one we tasted right before this. But Singleton and Oban both great whiskeys in their own right, but they're very subtle and delicate, and mm-hmm. there's a lot to appreciate there. But this this is robust. Yeah, but also you know significantly more expensive than the Singleton. Mm-hmm. So you know you'd kind of expect a little more of that. Um, it kind of honestly depends on what your mood is, but that's a great expression of like the differences in scotch. There's a space side versus an island. And then this Isla we're going to do right now, the Lagavulin eight year. That is so confusing. Island and Isla. Also the color of this one is much lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like um, a Chardonnay color. So, so, uh, Isla's are known for salt, smoke, fruit, vanilla, and robust, rich character. Uh, legal distilling started there in 1816. What happened before that? I don't know. Illegal distilling. Now, what's smoke fruit? Because there's no comma there. Is that a typo or is that... You know, I don't remember um, (laughs) in the research. Uh, The eight year is a throwback to how they did things in the 1800s. So this is actually... I read up on this. This is very close to the same way they made it back in the 1800s, how they made this. Comes in at 96 proof and is $60. So uh, Lagavulin started in 1816, legal distilling, or in, Mm. in Islay. Sorry, I just, uh, I'm wondering because... Is it Isla? I, I think an Isla, probably. Isla? Yeah. Yeah. I, I usually write these right now late at night, so sorry, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, um, a lot of and kind of, uh, some of these distillers are, are a lot... I'm not going to lie, I love this nose. Yeah, it's very, sm- it's got uh, a different smoke to it. This feels a little bit more mezcal mm, It's It's kind of lighter than I expected, a little inviting. Mm-hmm. Okay, come in. It's like I'm pulling up my dress a little. Here's my ankle. Ooh. I do declare. Does, does anybody smell a tiny bit of mint? Maybe. No. I get I get a little bit more lemon I want candy that. hanging in the background. I'm, I'm having an easier time getting some fruit on yeah. the nose here I, than I the last one. The, I could see the lemon. I can see like a lemon zest kind of thing going on. Yeah. Something minty for me. I can me. get lemon. 
Okay. But uh, but not much. Not, I mean, not like a peppermint though. More like a, maybe like a spearmint kind of thing. That's all second fiddle to me. I was too. almost thinking about like fresh mint, like the mint leaves. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't get that honestly, but I get something else though that I can't put my finger on. Yeah, the the smoke is kind of like uh, palate is wild. Not quite there. Mm-hmm. There's still more going on. This is much spicier. Whoa! I just tasted it. Holy Smoke. shit! Smoke. Yeah, <laughs> I get a grassiness too on it. Oh, I get a lot of green on there. I get yeah. almost like a maybe like a bell green bell pepper. Not quite jalapeno spice, but mm-hmm. like it's in between like Serrano? bell pepper. Yeah, it's like a light green pepper spice. Hmm. I I no, see that. I, yeah, I totally get that. As a two-time gold medal winning chili cookoff winner, I but not raining. I gotta just say, this is like. <sighs> This is like putting the burnt end of a stick from the fire into my mouth. Mm. And I, I like Lagavulin, uh, the older expressions, but the 12 years or the eight years, it feels imbalanced to me a little bit, honestly. Just like this is not what I would choose to drink out of what we Mm. tasted. Again, this is not the style of scotch I typically reach for anyway, but well, so I tried this. I think I think it's a good expression of it, though. Well, so I tried the Lagavulin. Uh, they have an the 11 six, They have a 16. Oh, you did the, like, the Offerman one? The Offerman one, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I brought that to Thanksgiving this past That's year. That's great. That was a great People one. loved it. People who I would not yeah. expect to like Isla Scotch. Mm-hmm. This is way smokier than that. Yeah, I think the Offerman might be a little off profile from the their normal stuff. I mean, the box is like a bunch of flames on it, so you'd think that it was going to be like really smoky. Yeah. But it, it's not like this. Although I actually don't find this to be crazy smoky. This is like... So like for me like Lef- it is pretty smoky but like Lafroig is like let me the end of the spectrum. To me this is ashy. Like it's not even smoke. It's just like Okay. And you I know, could see I could see a little bit of that. No, I, for sure. I mean, I don't Do hate you guys get it. Any any chocolate on there? I You know what? You, okay, here's here's the note. It is it's you 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 put the marshmallow in the fire for the s'more and you left it in way too long. But I would also say dark chocolate. Mm. Not Milk chocolate. Well, you ever put the chocolate into the fire to warm it up too, and then you're like, ah, mm. fuck! It touched the piece of wood. And now it's kind of ashy. That's what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. No, but it tastes like 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 63% cacao, not like the 85% cacao. Sure. I don't know. I'm getting a lot of cacao. And no one called me on that Ash. for bullshit. I'm proud of myself. Well, I was thinking that sounds about right. That means it's sweeter, for it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Milkier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sweeter than dark chocolate, but not as sweet as milk chocolate. I, I think that's say, what we're going for. As my palate like became more familiar with the sip, mm-hmm. I I was able to enjoy it more and kind of pick up some mm-hmm. more flavors, uh, mostly influenced by your help. But yeah, but I will say that like I, I do also like like Will and Sixteen a lot better. Yeah, as you'd expect, because it's twice as old, yep. and it's also like three times as expensive, right? Correct, but uh, but it's very good. Um, maybe like twice, not three times, but uh, but yeah, this is this is a good example though of an Isla, I think. Yeah, of like a standard. Isla. I mean, people. I mean, they know Lagavulin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's their flagship. That's like the Jim Beam of Isla, right? If Jim Beam's I mean, the most sold American bourbon. I mean. I guess. I, know, I just I just wanted to do that to piss you no, off. No, I don't know. Parker's like cringe. Like cringe there's, there's like cringe. Ardbeg and Lafroig. <laughs> I literally love uh, Cal Isla is like my favorite of the Islas because it's like it's got the smoky peatiness up front, but it's like a really quick finish on it. Because because like, like I don't like the ones that are Lafroig's like this where you're like you taste it and it's like I'm I'm tasting the ashtray in my mouth for fucking twenty minutes, and mm. uh, I just don't. I just not for me. Some people love that. It's not for me. 
But whereas Kalila, you kind of on a roller coaster of smoke, and it's very quick. It's like, oh, I did it. Woo. Okay, cool. We get. We're over now. It's over. It's we're done now. Awesome. Do, do we have any sense fun. why? Uh, and I feel like I've seen Lafroy before, and a lot of Scotch bottles are in green, are are uh, green bottles. And uh, do we have any sense why these are so light compared to the other scotches, the Eyeless? I think probably because it's an eight year compared to oh. 10 and 12. And I know the Oban doesn't have an eight statement on it, but just it that's that's what eight years does in Scotland. Like there's so yeah, in, little in, wood in, interaction. In a, in a, you know, used barrel. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because you, that's... That's a good point. It really yeah. does look like a white wine. Like, yeah, Chardonnay is dead on looking at the color. And I don't drink much Chardonnay. so I was going to say Pinot Grigio, personally. Oh. But. Oh, yeah. And Doug's being really cute. Um, <laughs> no, that's good, because earlier he was doing some silent but deadlies, and I was like, <laughs> I wanted to be like, you guys, that's Doug. Yeah, not, not that, that was, was Doug. Yeah. Sitting near me. Kuba was like, yeah, it was Doug. It was Doug, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I don't know if you had a lot of bologna today, Kuba, <laughs> but that's what it smelled like. My diet is 95% bologna. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, on that note, to the finish. Let, yeah, let's uh, moving on. Let's go to the table. Uh, what was everyone's favorite? Let's start with Cuba. Um, mm. I think for me, it's the the Mortlock Twelve. Um, just uh, the wee witchy, the wee witchy. Mm. Uh, it's it's got a really nice blend. Like the Singleton, the Oban, both very nice, both very approachable, but also very light. Uh, the Mortlock to me at that eighty six point eight proof um, was was coming. Closer to having more character, but also the the flavors that I tend to like, um, you know, more yeah. space side Highland stuff. So it's it's the Morlock. Very me. cool, John. For me, it's between the Oban Little Bay and the Talisker Tenure, and I think the Talisker probably is more of what I would reach for because of that. It has that light peatiness smoke, mm-hmm. and uh, that I really want to taste when I'm sipping scotch. Um, that said. Um, I kind of would love to have all of these bottles on my shelf, uh, just for the sake of being able to like have a, a good scotch collection for people who come over and they're like, I like scotch. I don't really drink bourbon. And then you've got your options. These are all really fantastic. Well, John, if you'd like, you can, you can have a taste of this, uh, Royal Brockla 21 I've got over here. Mm, yeah. I feel like I've graduated to that level that I can appreciate that now, which is a wonderful scotch. I don't even know how to spell that. Royal Brockla? Broccoli, yeah. Broccoli. A, a favorite brand of mine. <laughs> and then it turns out it's just broccoli. It's just ro- distilled ro- broccoli. Royal broccoli. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to shout out the Singleton 12-year because for the, the price point, I think that that is an excellent scotch. I thought you were going to say it's the best 12-year you ever had. That is not what I was going to say. <laughs> for my actual favorite, I'm kind of halfway between the Oban Little Bay and the Mortlock 12-year. I enjoyed both of those very much. Um yeah. Okay. I think I am, uh, I'm going to stand with Cuba on the Mortlock 12 year. Um, honorable mention uh, to the Singleton I, for the price is amazing. And the Talisker is, I was my second favorite and I appreciate it's If I liked that style more, that would be my favorite, but I just, that's just not the style I like, but I respect what they're doing. It's so good what they're doing. Like the quality is obviously there, but yeah, the Mortlock 12 was my favorite. That's, I could drink four of those right now. And maybe I will. If well, if you if you had to recommend one of these to someone who typically drinks bourbon mm-hmm, and is intimidated mm-hmm. by scotch, mm-hmm. what what would you? It's a great question. Um, yeah, I would probably go. I'd ask them for price point, and I'd go either Singleton or Mortlock. If they were like, "Hey, I don't want to spend like, 
Hey, I usually drink Old Forester Signature, which is, you know, 26 bucks or whatever. Mm, price gone. I want, I want to go into Scotch. Uh, I was like, hey, Singleton 12 here. Let's go. Um, if they're willing to spend a little more, they're like, yeah, I like the Whiskey Rose series of Old Forester. Let's keep it Old Forester. Uh, for like 55, 60 bucks, more like 12 year. I, I've, I would never start anybody on Isla. That's, yeah, that's an aggressive start. And again, there's people who love Islas and I appreciate that. I would never start somebody there. Mm-hmm. Well, a bourbon drinker. I mean, there are other folks who I'm just really surprised. Like if somebody's coming from tequila or something like that or Mezcal, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, another brand that I like to, Talk to when I tell people about Scotch uh, Aberfeldy. Mm-hmm. They they do a twelve year. It's like it's usually thirty five to forty bucks. What region is Aberfeldy? That's Highland. Um, mm. Might be a space it actually, but it's in the it's in that same same kind of vein, and it's like light and fruity, and it's just like a really approachable Scotch. I've always been a fan of it. See, I was surprised that the um, Oban Little Bay you didn't say because I find that Highland uh, that region to be very similar in taste to, and that was what I found for Oban Little Bay to bourbon. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it it had a very similar, sim- more similar note than like the Singleton. I just like the Mortlock better than the Oban Little Bay, and like I liked, I've I've had other Obans that I also enjoyed, and I think mm-hmm. I I don't think there was a bad thing here. Um, the Lagavulin is definitely my least favorite style. Well, I guess my I guess my spoof or question from Kubas is mm-hmm. like, if you're recommending this to a bourbon drinker, are you recommending something that's closest to bourbon or something that's more palate like? Still scotch in character, but palatable. I'm thinking the latter. Okay, because that would be Singleton 12 year to me. Yeah, like that's that's like a hey, you want to try scotch, but you're not going to be like, oh my god, this is like it was so different, so out, out of my right, like my range of comfort. It's like you start them there, and then they can build up to those things, and it's you like kind of groom them into scotch. <laughs> yeah, yes, John, that's a yes, John. horrible choice of word. But, uh, like, no, but no, with a nice 12 year old. Jesus, yeah. John. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, like you 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 would want to give the not don't start them on the most polarizing version of right. this, of the category or or something that's too much like bourbon that's not that ex- exciting like a, this uh, Oban Little Bay that's the the Highland region if it's like bourbon maybe you don't want to start people there. Yeah, I just think the Singleton the Morlock are very approachable. Um, I mean the Oban is great too. I'm not going to be upset about trying having somebody start that, but yeah, like there's a, I, I would usually start with a Highland or a Speyside Scotch, hmm. um, not an Isla, not an Island because it's just. It's too different. Start them something that's not like crazy and then work up towards that. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about what happens to that Y in Isla? There's, it's spelled I, like Isla. I don't know, man. I'm just, <laughs> just joking. Uh, just Scott's being drunk. Oh, God. <laughs> they, forgot to, they forgot to pronounce the Y. They got a lot of letters that they don't use in their words. They also had a language before we did. Oh, hell no. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jen. Oh, man, it's always going to come back to that. More of a Genghis Khan guy. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, anyway, that's Scotch, guys. Hope God, you, that was fun. Hope, hope was informative. I enjoyed it. Uh, we got some fun episodes coming up. We've got our uh, part two, our long-awaited part two of Four Roses Recipes coming up soon. Oh, man. Get excited. And uh, then we have some fun Irish whiskey episodes on the, on the horizon, too, which I'm excited about. A lot of good stuff. And then Jenny's taking a trip uh, soon, and by the airing of this, possibly already happened, um, to the greater New Orleans area to visit some... I am. I have I have two distilleries on my list. Oh, hello, Doug. <laughs> Doug excited about it. Doug's going too. Yep. Um, uh, so, yeah, I have a couple of distilleries that I'll be visiting in New Orleans, and uh, hopefully I can bring back at least one, if not two, episodes for y'all. Very wow. exciting. So we got that to look forward to. 
Um, please email us your great ideas for episodes, your comments, your praise for John. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I need it. At uh, chispiritsguys at gmail.com. Uh, hit us on Instagram at chispiritsguys. And uh, of course, check out the merch store. Jenny's that. wearing a Chai Spirits Guys hoodie that looks amazing. And, and, and John's wearing a Chai Spirits Guys t-shirt. But I didn't, I, in full disclosure, Parker bought this for me. I did. And Jenny, though, just got hers. And Jenny, you said that uh, you were told that it runs small, so by large. I, I ordered one size up, and I feel very happy about that decision. I did the same thing with the Chai Spirits Guys cock ring. And then <laughs> <it worked out. laughs> yeah. The double XL. The, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Vanity sizing, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check out the merch store, zazzle.com slash store slash Chai Spirits Guys. And uh, find all the cool merch that these guys are wearing right now, all three of them. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and we'll see you next time. God, next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>